attention architects, and creative minds. Get ready to supercharge your brand with Build Your Brand, the podcast that's unlocking the secrets of branding success for creatives. Hey there, it's Mark Arlapage, founder of Entree Architect, and I'm inviting you to join my friend, architect marketing expert, Jeff Eccles at Build Your Brand Podcast, where he explores the captivating stories of the world's top brands and transforms their lessons into powerful moves for small firm architects and creatives like you. In season one, Jeff shares the thrilling tale of Southwest Airlines, where he dissects their journey to the summit and distills it into strategies tailor-made for you. It's important to keep in mind that companies like Southwest compete in the real world, just like you, and face real-world challenges, just like you. You might be surprised at how similar those challenges are to the struggles that you grapple with on a day-to-day basis. Don't miss out on your blueprint for success. Subscribe, tune in, and let's build your brand together. You may have noticed that the very best brands in the world are also known for having somewhat unique corporate cultures. That's often the glue that holds everything together when they encounter those rough spots. We don't do it because it inconveniences the passengers to whom we are primarily dedicated, the short haul uh, frequent flyer. Follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Build Your Brand today. Remember, no matter the size, the journey's the same. Your brand's journey to the top starts here. All right, Entree Architect community, it's time for context and clarity. The reason that I come to you every day is so that we can find clarity around the things that matter most to you, the architect. And it doesn't matter if you're the employee of a firm, maybe you dream of starting your own firm. Maybe you even said 2021 is my year and you're on the runway to starting your own firm. Maybe you've had a firm for a year or 10 years or 20 years and you're starting to rethink, reimagine what your firm could or should be. All of the topics that we cover, one topic every day, fall under the broad umbrella of the business of architecture, and they are the need-to-know topics for the success of architects just like you. It's August 3rd, 2021, and this is episode 122 of the Context and Clarity podcast. If you're new to the podcast, You need to know that my goal, the reason that I record these episodes every day, is to inspire you to start the thought process and to spark conversation, maybe even to stir the pot sometimes. I want you to think and to explore these topics further, and I want to do something to help you build a better, stronger practice. Yesterday, we kicked off a week of talking about the future of the profession, the future of architecture. The question we started with was, what advice do you have for someone that's getting ready to start studying architecture at the university level? In the U.S., the fall semester for most students will begin in about three weeks. As expected, advice for students really fell into two categories. General advice for young people and students and advice about their role in the future of the profession. I think it's always interesting to hear people talk about what they wish someone had told them. 
And honestly, I'm most interested when people go the extra mile and they overlay where they see things going and what they think the future is. If you didn't get a chance to join in this discussion yesterday, or maybe you just want to dig deeper into this topic and hear what other architects had to say, if so, here's what you need to do. First, go back and listen to episode 121. Second, go to the Entree Architect Community Facebook group and watch the recording of the live Context and Clarity conversation. I know that there are some in our audience who aren't on Facebook, and I appreciate that. But if that's you, I encourage you to consider making the Entree Architect Community Facebook group the one place that you do go on Facebook. It truly is a worldwide community of architects and a supportive community at that. And it's a wonderful thing. If this sounds intriguing to you, but you're still on the fence, I have an easy link that you might be interested in. I use it to take me straight to the group so that I don't have to see any other part of Facebook. If you're interested, that link is entrearchitect.com slash group. That's it. It's super simple and it takes you right there. So think about joining the group and adding to these live conversations that we have. Now today at 4 p.m. Eastern, we'll continue considering the future of the profession with a topic that we've explored before on Context and Clarity, but we certainly weren't able to solve it. So today's question is, is there a way for architects to become more relevant to the majority of the population? Is there a way for architects to become more accessible to the majority of the population? Like I said, we've talked about serving the 99% before. And as a little background, when we consider the fact that much of the built environment isn't designed by architects, and then that the majority of the work designed by architects is commissioned by the so-called 1%, we realize that we're really not engaging with a very large portion of the population. So that's where the question comes from. How do you serve the other 99%? Now, your reason for wanting to serve the 99% may be as straightforward as thinking about how to find a larger market of potential clients. Or it could be completely altruistic, as in, how can architects serve the greater good? I guess my concern with today's topic lies somewhere in between, or maybe it's somehow a combination. I chose the word relevant very intentionally. In my mind, relevance is what really matters here. And unfortunately, we often forget that relevance is in the eye of the beholder. I'm sure every architect knows why they're important to the design and the construction process, why they're valuable to their clients. But the thing is, when a huge percentage of building projects don't involve architects, that means that whoever's involved in those projects don't see a reason for architects to be involved. They don't see the relevance of an architect in their context. So here's another question. Is that even a problem? Should architects care that they aren't relevant to those people in those projects? Should architects simply double or triple down on the value and expertise that they bring to the clients and project types that they currently serve? I know there are many in our audience that genuinely want to figure out how they can serve quote-unquote normal clients, the young family, the not-for-profit, the volunteer organization, all of those projects with sub-seven-figure construction budgets, maybe even sub-six-figure budgets. 
If that's you, we're back to the question of how do you serve those clients? How do you serve those clients and build a sustainable business serving those clients? When those projects and those clients start by going to builders or draftspeople or whoever they go to, what can we learn from that? How can you adjust what you bring to the project? How you bring it to the project? What you charge for that service in order for it to make sense for these clients to call an architect first? To me, that's the real question. It's about a desire to serve a different sort of client that leads to thinking differently about how you serve them that may even lead to a different business model, a non-traditional business model in order to get there. But I want to know what you think. How can architects make themselves more relevant to a greater segment of the population than they are now? Should they make themselves more relevant? Join me this morning at 9 a.m. on the Clubhouse app or this afternoon in the Entree Architect Community Facebook group at 4 p.m. Eastern for our Context and Clarity conversation and share your thoughts on today's topic. If you want more of the Context and Clarity podcast delivered to you every weekday, subscribe wherever you consume podcasts. And if you love content like this, check out Gable Media. It's the multimedia network for people that care about the built environment, and it's the home of context and clarity. With Gable's growing family of podcasts and video channels, I know you'll find something there that interests you. You can learn more at gablemedia.com. That's G-A-B-L media.com. And if the topic of today's episode is of particular interest to you, and you'd like to dig deeper into it, then join me over on Facebook today at 4 p.m. Eastern inside the Entree Architect Community Facebook group. If you're interested, the link is entrearchitect.com slash group. That's where every weekday at 4 p.m., I host Context and Clarity Conversations, and we take these topics, the topics that you hear about in this daily podcast episode, and we dig deeper. We have a conversation in real time to try to find more clarity around the things that matter most to you. So thanks for listening. I hope our time together has inspired you to think about your community and your practice and how you can support those around you. I'll be back here again tomorrow. And in the meantime, I hope you'll join me and the Entree Architect community on Facebook today at 4 p.m. Eastern so we can help each other find more clarity around the topics that matter most, no matter what your context is. I've mentioned it to my family, but in terms of telling people like, oh yeah, we're doing this, I'm looking for projects. You got anything? Yeah. I'm, I'm not there yet because it scares the out of me. Dreaming of launching your own architecture firm? Well, we'll buckle up for a wild ride with Emerging, the podcast that shares what it's really like to start an architecture firm. Where do we begin? We don't even know what type of business to formalize as. Is it an LLC? Is it an LLP? Like how are taxes? I mean, the list is astronomical. Season one featured founders Jeffrey, Lexi, and Chris, owners of Level Studio Architecture, are your fearless guides on this unfiltered journey from napkin sketches to a thriving studio. One evening, stumbled into one last dive, we sat at the bar and pondered our postgraduate futures. 
Amidst the conversation, a napkin became the canvas for our aspirations, sketching plans and milestones, sealing our heartfelt commitment and shared dreams. In drawing down dreams on a napkin collectively, that <laughs> then, you know, in your head, you've rooted like, oh, I'm connected to these people, like long term. The process of starting an architecture practice brims with excitement and challenges, demanding meticulous planning, flawless execution, and unyielding resilience. I kind of hate the term because it's so overly used, but I think everybody knows imposter syndrome. And I think it's it's so real to this day. I, I, I don't know if it's with everybody, but with me, I'm always questioning like, us, can we do this? Are we ready to do this? Are we prepared? Can we do it? Did we just decide a name? <laughs> I did it, guys. Oh my One that God. came out of nowhere. Woo! It came out of nowhere. I liked it. I saw it. Ready to turn your aspirations into reality? Follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Emerging and chart your own path to architectural success.